Life TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo, and it's always a joy and an honor to be with you. And welcome to those of you who will watch the replay or perhaps see this somewhere else on the internet or hear the podcast. So again, welcome, welcome. You know, the topic of tonight's broadcast is about the sword that's in your mouth. God wanted me to talk to you about the power that's in your mouth, your words and taking that sword of the spirit and using it against the enemy. Okay. So we're going to we're going to jump in and get started and actually before we jump in, I want to mention that the Lord put it on my heart to um wow, it was just amazing, but every day this coming week, Monday through Friday at 12 noon Eastern I'm going to be doing a Zoom divine healing meeting. Um, I, I don't know how long it will be, but specific to people who have been diagnosed with cancer. This is something that God has put on my heart to do, to, 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 get, to just deal with that spirit of cancer that people have been diagnosed with. This has been on my heart and the Lord really confirmed it to me today. And I was thinking of just doing, you know, one session next week. And then the Lord put it on my heart and said, every Monday through Friday, Monday, this week, this coming week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Okay. I'm going to do a zoom meeting specifically for those who have been diagnosed with cancer. Okay. If you have something else, you're welcome to attend. However, I will be ministering to people with cancer first. Okay. Because this is what the Lord put on my heart. Okay. So, um, in order to attend that, those, uh, zoom meetings, um, and, and listen, you only need to attend one. Okay. But spread the word for people, you know, and then if you have, um, a testimonial, that you want to share the next day, I may ask for that. You know, for for if somebody went to the doctors or or whatever, you know, they they experienced healing. Anyway, in order to sign up to be a part of those meetings, um, all you have to do is go on my website at lisabuldo.com and just put your name on the list. If your name is on the list, you will get an email from me most likely this weekend, probably Saturday, with the link to um to attend that zoom call okay and then um and, and throughout the week so but your name has to be on the list okay so moving on your words hebrews 4 12 specifically says that the word of god is alive and active sharper than any two-edged sword can you picture a two-edged sword right right and it and it pierces even through the joints, the marrow. Okay, so the word of God, boom, it it affects the molecules, the atoms, the cells, everything, everything. And that goes for everything in creation. Okay, wow, I'm feeling, whew, holy ghost, fire, getting warm. Okay, so Hebrews 4.12, the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. It pierces right? Even divides like through the joints, the marrow, and it even reveals the intentions of the heart. That's why it's so important to be in God's word, because if you know God's word, then you speak it, boom. And by speaking God's word, okay, some people are saying, oh, but like, does that mean memorizing scripture and then speaking it? 
well, what does God say about you, for example, right? I am the righteousness of God. I am more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. Things like that, right? Sickness has no authority over me. You're speaking the word of God. By taking whatever God's word says in the Bible, you put your name in there, you speak it out of your mouth. Okay. All right. So your words, they are literally like a sword. Literally. They can cut and they can kill. Your words are a weapon. So you want to make sure that you're using them against the power of the enemy, against sickness, against disease, okay, against the devil, all right? Your words, they release the results of death and life. Your words that you speak and release and believe, they bring death or life. They do. This is, okay, Proverbs 18.21 says, death and life is in the power, power of the tongue, your words. And those who love it, who love what? Words to speak. Well, you'll have what you say. You'll eat the fruit of it. It means you're going to produce whatever it is that you're speaking about, right? That you believe. All right, death and life. It's in the power of the tongue. Your words have power. I can't stress that enough because words, they're weapons, they're everything. They're weapons against the enemy, but they're also life-giving, right? You encourage someone, you speak to them. No, you don't have to put up with this. No, you're healed. Agree with that. Agree with God's word. Okay. All right. So this means that you can kill anything on this earth with your words. You can. Okay. And that includes any sickness, any disease, cancer. Okay. I love Genesis 126 and 28. I don't have it here right in front of me, but I know that it says in there that God gave dominion, right? To man, we have authority over every creeping, crawling thing that moves on the earth. All right. You have dominion over it. You have authority over it. That means you speak and cells, bacteria, germs, virus, they have to die. You kill them with your words. I'm telling you. I've seen too much. Too late to tell me this doesn't work. I know the word of God is is true. It works. I've seen it too many times. All right. Not just in my own life, but with other people as well. All right. So with your words, you can edify, build someone up, or you can cut them, tear them down with your words. Right. We all know how that works. With your words, you can bring angels to assist you. Daniel, right? The angel said to him, I came because of your words. Okay, let's look at that for a moment. The exact scripture in Daniel 10, 12 says, then he, the angel said to me, do not fear, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to to humble yourself before God, your words were heard and I have come because of your words. That's awesome. Okay, so everything in creation responds to words. Okay, and the lesson is in the fig tree. We're going to take a look at that in Mark 11. The fig tree, right? Jesus cursed the fig tree, but what did he do? How did it happen? Okay, so the fig tree, Mark 11, verse 12, it says, Now the next day when they had come out of Bethany, he, Jesus, was hungry. And seeing afar a fig tree having leaves, he went to see if perhaps he could find something on it. Figs, right? He was hungry. When he came to it, He found nothing but leaves. Okay. For it was not the season for figs. 
The next verse, verse 14. In response, Jesus said to it, in response, in response. So that tells you that fig tree was talking. It was talking when it didn't produce anything. It was like, well, I'm here, but, you know, right? That fig tree showed, it showed up and it did not produce. And it was a living, it's a plant life. Plant life, plants have life. Plants are living things, just like animals, just like human beings, okay? Living, it's a living thing, okay? So it says, in response, Jesus said to it, let no one eat fruit from you ever again. That's how he cursed it. And he meant it. And that thing whoop, withered up and dried up at the root and died with his words. I, I have to give you, you know, it's one thing to say it, but then scripturally backing it up. This is the word of God. So if you think that you can't kill a sickness with your words, uh, yeah, you can. But you got to mean it like Jesus did and stay on it. Stay on it. Okay. Demons casting them out. Oh, yeah. He said, go do it. The whole key in authority is mean it. You have to know first that you can because he said you can. That's faith. That's believing what he said and then going and acting on it. And when you believe it and you mean it, it's got to happen. It, there's, there's no choice. Mark eleven twenty three, right? Okay. So, and his disciples heard it. <laughs> That's the next verse. So when you feel like your faith is weak, remember that there are spiritual laws that work like gravity. When you, Again, I just said this. When you speak and you believe in your heart that what you say, right, it's a spiritual law. You're going to have what you say. Jesus said that in Mark eleven twenty three. Remember, you believe with your heart, not with your mind. Man believes with the heart, not the mind. Okay. Okay. Romans 9, 11. I want to stay with the word. Okay. Romans 9, 11 says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord speaking, right? And you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with your heart, you believe and are justified, right? Mm. And with your mouth, you confess and are saved. And then verse 11, it, I loved, I just love this scripture. It says, it is just as the scripture says, anyone who believes in him, Jesus, will never be put to shame. And when when the the meaning there is when you believe, when you trust in the Lord, you'll never be put to shame. Mm. Your mind can think a thought, but it doesn't make it true. Okay. It doesn't make it true. When thoughts come to you, you get to decide, is that true or isn't it? Just because you think something doesn't mean that you believe it. Okay. You get to decide. A thought is just that, a thought, but you get to decide, do I believe this or not? And you're not believing it up here. You're believing it in here with the heart man believes. Mm, glory to God. All right. And if you know God's word, you can measure every thought against the word of God, meaning line it up. Does it, is it saying the same thing? Is this thought in agreement with God's word? If not, get rid of it. Cast it out. Nope. Nope. You get a thought that says you're going to die. You're, you're a failure. You're no good. Look at your past. Uh, that does not line up with what God says about you. Okay? So you need to say, devil, scat. You are a liar. And don't even entertain the conversation. Just tell them, get out in Jesus' name. 
and mean it. And he's got to go. And then just start praising Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I am more than a conqueror. I will not die, but I will live because you came to give me life and life more abundantly. Yeah, that's speaking God's word. And the more you praise the Lord Jesus, the more you will build your faith up. And the devil doesn't want to be anywhere where the Lord Jesus is being praised. Remember that. That's why it's so important that once you're ministered healing to, you have to stay. Um, sometimes you got to get away from people because a lot of times, even well-meaning people, the devil can use them too. And, and then you'll hear, did God really say, are you really healed? But you're in denial. Why do you think that? Get away from those people. I'm not kidding. I don't care if they get mad at you. You're working on something. You and God. And I'm not yelling at you. I'm so passionate about this. I'm telling you. Okay. I want to see you in the best health ever. I want to see you living victoriously and on fire for Jesus. Listen, the way things are in the world right now, it looks like there's no hope, but we always have hope. And our hope is in him. And we need to declare it and say so. Lord, you are my refuge. You are my stronghold. You are my provider. You are my defender. You say out of your heart these awesome things toward God. And I'm telling you, all right, I just, I love the Lord. I love my father, God. I love the Lord Jesus. And I love the Holy Spirit which comes directly from God, right? It's the spirit of Jesus. Okay. Whew. And if you don't yet have the spirit of God, if Jesus is your Lord, then you've been given the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, okay? If he's really your Lord. If you're not sure, you can just, you know, um, when I pray the prayer later, I'll take you through it. Say it with me, mean it with your whole heart. And God will send the Holy Spirit to live in your spirit with you forever. Glory to God. He said, I will never leave you or forsake you. Okay. All right. Glory to God. Pay attention to peace when you have a decision to make. This is so important. How do I know if I'm doing the right thing? Do you have peace about it? Are you in fear? Go to God. Don't, you know, because when, when there's fear present, there's like anxiety. It's like, if you're, if you're, it, you know, if God said, tells you to do something, you may feel like nervous, like, um, you know, but it would be more of like, like an excitement, like nervous, like, wow, you know, but when it's the enemy, it's fear. It's, it's, it's not peaceful. It's like not good. Okay. Let peace be your umpire. Always follow peace. And, you know, just so you know, any, anyone, if you're struggling with fear, I have a workshop, an online, it's four videos that I put together that will change your life forever regarding fear. And it's called Fear No More. And you can grab that right on my website at lisabuldo.com. It's 47 bucks and you'll have it forever. And it will change your life. I promise you. I promise you. I've yet to hear one person ask for a refund. Okay. N nobody ever because it is life-changing. Okay. Glory to God. Oh, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And if you have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will bear witness with your spirit. Meaning if something is right, the Holy Spirit, you'll feel a peace about it. Like, yes, it's right. 
You may even hear the words come out of your own mouth. Like, yes, that's right. And you'll have peace. And you're like, oh, cool. Right? Okay. Because sometimes people are like, is it audible? How the Holy Spirit speaks to you? That still small voice. Sometimes it's a whisper. Sometimes it's just a very clear thought. And sometimes you'll hear the words just even come out of your mouth. And you're like, whoo, that wasn't me because I don't talk like that. You know, I'm just saying just a couple of different ways the Holy Spirit, you know, speaks to us. Okay. Are you struggling with some kind of sickness? Okay. All right. If you are, then ask yourself this question. Do you believe, say, do I believe, do you believe that death and life is in the power of your words, the tongue? If you believe it, and you should, because that's what God said. So believe it. If you don't believe it, then you don't believe God's word. You got to work on that. Faith comes by hearing. So it's good that you're hearing this right now. Faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God, right? Hearing the word of God, hearing by the word of God. Okay. So if you believe God's word, he said, death and life is in the power of the tongue. Okay. Then you know that you can kill sickness, disease with your words, just like Jesus killed that fig tree. Just saying, right? You can cast out devils. How? With your words. That's how you do it. You have to mean it. Okay. You cut off the root of that thing. With your words, you cut off the root of it and you cut off the, the serpent's head and that thing dies. You kill the root with your words. Okay, I'm just so passionate. And then, okay, so say if somebody, you have a sickness that's like spreading or something. No, you come against it. And I don't know if you've been in agreement with it, then you need to repent for having come into agreement with it and command that thing to die at the root in Jesus' name you know, and then you, that, and then you speak life. I speak life and health. Uh, I'm going to talk about this in another minute. Okay. So once you, you, maybe you have to repent, maybe you've been in agreement, you command that thing to die at the root in Jesus name. And then you speak life and health to your whole body and command your body to be healed. Cells new, be new in Jesus name. Remember in Jesus name. Jesus's name, Jesus name, the name above, above every name, the name above every name to which everything in heaven on earth and under the earth has to bow glory to God. And Jesus, not only his father is greater than him, but all authority has been given to Jesus in heaven, in earth and under the earth. Jesus is Lord. So when you speak in the name of Jesus and you have the spirit of God, his, his spirit in you, it's, it's his power. You are, you're doing the speaking. But remember when Jesus is your Lord, you and he are one, you become one, but he still needs your voice, but it's his spirit, the Holy Spirit's power on that thing that's released and at work. Okay. And I'll tell you the more, um, I guess the easiest way to say it is the more solid faith, like the more that you believe God with no doubt, the faster, like you'll see, you'll see it because when it's just, you know what? Jesus saw instant miracles all the time because there was no doubt. And I know that even in my own life, like when I had torn my rotator cuff, 
And I put up with it for eight months. And I'm telling you, I kept hearing the Holy Spirit. Like just, I, I felt his presence and I would just sense him saying to me all the time, like, how long are you going to put up with this? And I was like, you're right, Lord. Because my faith wasn't where it needed to be. And then, but I would say, Lord, I'm sorry, but I know that it's going to be a suddenly. I know it's not on your end. It's on my end because it's never on God's end because Jesus already paid for it. He says, Re receive it. How do you receive it? You acknowledge what he did for you. And then you command that thing to die at the root. And then you speak health and life. I command my body to be healed in Jesus name. Boom. And then you stay there and thank him and praise him and only let his just thankfulness and praise to him come out of your mouth. And when someone tries to come along, did God say, are you really, but how are you? Get away from me. I'd say, if you can't agree with me, just stay away from me. I'm serious. And I know people get mad some, well, I only was trying to, uh. well, you know what? You're working on something. If they get offended, you can apologize later. Say, listen, I'm not trying to, to offend you, but I cannot and I will not be around anyone who's not in agreement with the word of God, period. Because if you let that junk get in, next thing you know, you're like, oh, well, uh, and then doubt creeps in. Then you start speaking death. No, no, we're not having that. Okay, not yelling at you. I'm really not. I'm just, I'm so passionate about this. Okay, all right. And anyone who has been through cancer and a doctor has said to you, um, oh, you're in remission. And you're like, oh, I'm in remission. The Lord spoke to me very clearly a few years back. And he said, tell the people never to be in agreement with the word re-mission. Re means again, mission on a mission to come back. That's just what God showed me. No. When a doctor says you're in remission, say, by his stripes, I'm healed, doctor. I'm not in remission. This thing's never coming back again. It's not allowed in Jesus' name. And the doctor will be like, okay, whatever. You're, you have to take care of you. Everybody has to work out their own salvation, okay? telling you this is how you do it glory to god and, and you'll hear the holy spirit behind you going yeah 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 this is how you and win and win honestly jesus already conquered he said you're more than a conqueror he already conquered for you you just have to believe speak stand mm, that's it repent if you need to if you found yourself in agreement or speaking death Cut that off right now. Lord, I repent for any agreement with, with anything, any unclean spirit and any words that I've spoken that have gone against, Lord, you, your word, Lord. And I thank you, Jesus, that I am cleansed. I am forgiven. And Lord, I thank you right now. And then speak in the name of Jesus. I curse the seed and the root of this cancer or this sickness, whatever it is, in the name of Jesus. And I command you to die at the root in Jesus' name. That's binding. And then you loose. And I loose the power of the Holy Spirit. I, I speak life and health and blessing to my body. You see what I mean? Okay, because that was the next thing is Jesus has given you authority over all the power of the devil. And he said, nothing shall by any means harm you, but you've got to use that authority you've been given. How? Speak, believe, stand. Mm. Okay. Matthew 16, 19. Jesus also said, 
You've got the power. You've got the authority to bind, as I just talked about, and to loose. So that's what, that's how you do it. That's how you release your authority, right? Repent if you have to, because a lot of times there's been words spoken or you've agreed with something spoken. There's been words spoken or agreement, you know, with an unclean spirit, meaning somebody talking death, releasing words of death that you may have come into agreement with. No, no, you got to change that. And I've said many times in this video exactly how you do that. All right. And then you loose. So you bind, you loose. Okay. Speak to your body. Matthew 12, 37 says, by your words, you're justified. By your words, you are condemned. Isaiah 54, 17 says, no weapon that is formed against you will prosper. And okay, it, here, but here's the key. For no weapon formed against you, it, it could be words, it could be a plot, it could be some kind of sickness that the enemy has you know, thrown at you. The way that no weapon formed against you will prosper, okay, here it is, right in the next in, in the next um, words. It says, and you will condemn every tongue, every word that rises against you in judgment, right? The, and then God says, this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness, which is in of me, says the Lord. So he's saying, you've got the right to speak against any anything that's trying to be formed against you. And he said, no weapon formed against you will succeed or prosper. Okay. He says, but every tongue, every word that rises up against you, you have to condemn it. Whether it's words of fear, terror, um, whatever it is, ac accusations, and you know that you're doing right, you say, no. In Jesus' name. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Glory to God. All right. Again. All right. I talked about this. You can speak to anything in creation and it will obey you. You believe and speak. You have authority over things on the earth. Okay. It's a spiritual law. Okay. And then, oh my gosh, we're almost out of time. Um, okay. Okay. One more thing, Mark eleven twenty three, because I mentioned it before. And actually, I'll go Mark eleven twenty two to 24. Jesus said, have faith in God. Jesus said to them, truly, I tell you that if anyone, anyone says to this mountain, I know he was talking about a literal mountain, but that could be a problem, a challenge, any, anything that's in your way. He says, you could say to it, be lifted up and thrown into the sea. And if you have no doubt in your heart, but believes that it will happen, it will be done for him. Okay. Verse 24, therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Now, let me just say this. Look at the way. This is why you have to read the word of God, because when it came to devils, sickness, disease, Jesus never asked the father to handle that. He just handled it because he knew he had the right to because he had the spirit of, you know, he said the father in me does the works and he had the Holy Spirit. So he and the father, him, Holy Spirit, okay. He had the authority to do it and he did it. He never asked God to do it for him, right? The God, the father. When it comes to prayer, look at how Jesus prayed. Father, I pray that they would all be one as you and I are one. Father, I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, but let them, you know, be be one in unity is where I'm just saying, look, read the gospels 
and look at how Jesus prayed. Prayer is communication with God. You know, you're talking with him, you're thanking him. And, and okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. Say if you're praying for a loved one, right? So that they would know God. This is prayer, Father. I pray that they would know you, that, that you would open the eyes of their understanding, Lord. Let them come to know you. Give them an encounter with you. Father, I pray for their salvation, that they would, that, that you would draw them close to you. Things like that, right? That's prayer. That's beautiful. And, you know, I just wanted to, you to know that there's a difference. But Jesus already paid the price in full for you to be healed. He paid it in full at the whipping post. And then he took all of the sins of the whole world on himself, right? So my point of that is people are asking, God, please heal me. And Jesus is saying, receive what I did for you. And I talked about that earlier in this video, really throughout this video, how to receive that. Lord, I receive what you did for me. And then you speak to your body. You bind, you loose. You, you, okay, I hope you understand this. You might have to rewind this. Maybe watch it a couple times. But very, very important um, because it's never on God's end if you're not seeing something. Somewhere there's a disconnect with you trusting God's word and what he says. Okay, just putting your solid trust, faith in God. And that really is the meaning of faith. Simply put, it's trust. That's it. That's, that's it. Faith in God. He wants you. He, and Jesus said, have faith in God. And he said, also have faith in me, meaning Jesus, right? All right. You have the word of God, put it in your mouth, and it will be a sword against the enemy of your soul. Okay. Speak only victory, no defeat. It's time to shift your focus. Put it on Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith. So we're going to pray, but um, if you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, we're going to do that right now. And you'll, you understand you cannot get to heaven by good works alone. You can't because you still have sin that was in your life and on your life. And only the blood that Jesus shed, only the blood of Jesus can wipe out that sin and remove it from you and, you know, um, make you clean and make you God's child. But you have to have the spirit Jesus in you. And the way that happens just simply is you ask Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I ask you to be my Lord, to ask you to be my Lord and Savior. Teach me your ways and just save me. I thank you and I receive you as my Lord and Savior right now. I believe that God the Father raised you from the dead on the third day. You're alive now and you live forever. Help me, Jesus, to live for you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. If you just prayed that from your heart, you can rewind this if you need to again. You are now what's called born again. God has now sent the spirit of his son in you. And now your spirit is reborn and you're literally one with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit, with God. Now you're identified by God the Father as his child, his son or his daughter. If you don't have the spirit of God, Romans 8, 9 says you don't belong to God. That's why there's going to be people someday in, in the you know, the time of the judgment. And they're going to say, but Lord, Lord, like, and he's going to say, get away from me. I never knew you. How, how would he say that? 
because they don't think they, they didn't have his spirit. <sighs> Too many people are leaving the earth like every day. Help them to know Jesus and to receive him. They cannot get to heaven on good works. You can't. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. There is no other way. Only his blood cleanses and saves. Glory to God. All right. So now I just want to reiterate again, if you or someone you know has been diagnosed with cancer specifically, God specifically put it on my heart about cancer. If you have something else, you're welcome to attend the calls, but but definitely going to be ministering to people who have been diagnosed with cancer first and then, you know, the rest after. But this is because this is what God has put on my heart. Okay. So again, go to my website at lisaboldo.com and it'll just click on the link that says healing meetings, get on the list. And this Saturday I'll be sending out, um, um, anyone who's on that list will be getting an email from me with um, the Zoom link and an email. And then you're welcome to attend. But the Lord showed me Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of this coming week. So spread the word. Um, we're going to see people get healed because God already showed me he's He's doing it. And so I'm excited. So please share this broadcast out. Let's advance God's kingdom together. I love you. I bless you. Thank you for watching The Victorious Life. And I'll see you next time. I'll see you soon. All right. God bless you. Good night.